If you'd like to help us pay our guests and produce the show, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash what's my thesis. And if you enjoy the show and just want to give us a five-star rating, that really is helpful. And if you teach me something in the comments, I will read it on the show. Yeah, yeah. I would say I'm definitely most interested in the worthless areas. Yeah. yeah. sharp though <laughs> <laughs> you, you did uh, i was like fuck when i saw you coming down i was fuck. like shit yeah. i'm so well uh, i've been uh, uh uh we but i'm okay i'll just start the episode welcome to what's my thesis i'm javier proenza every week my, every week my guests and i share the answers we found to the questions we have join us as we explore and expand our worldview through research and ask what's my thesis today my guest is Pamela, I actually don't know you. Ramos. Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember, I, I was like flashing through my photographic memory of like places I've seen your name written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ramos, that's my last name. Yeah. Last name. And I was asking you if you were a native and you were like, no. <laughs> no. No. No, I'm from Oaxaca, so. Where is that? Um, Mexico, it's the south. I mean, okay. I knew it was Mexico, but, yeah. but but not everybody does. Yeah, so I that's know, safe. I know. Yeah, um, it's the south. It's like the one right at the bottom. So that's where I'm from. It's it's the south. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all the so way that's down. where it gets like really skinny. Yeah. What's the What's the next country in South America or in Central America? After After Mexico. I think it's um Guatemala. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. But All right. yeah, I grew up in Costa Rica and I don't know that. Oh, I don't know. Really? I mean, like, I till I was like six years old. I feel like you've been everywhere. Cause I like through your podcast, you're like, yeah, I was in Italy. And then I was in like Miami oh, yeah, yeah. and I'm yeah. like, what? My Where dad, my, I was, uh, that's like, I, yeah. I always make sure I cover that. I'm super like, I grew up super special. Yeah, that's <laughs> super, so cool. Uh, like, uh, what's it called? My dad was a diplomat for okay. the UN. And okay. so, oh, wow. yeah. And like, he used to work for the world bank, which is maybe not the best organization mm-hmm. nowadays, but. But uh, then he worked for uh, Food and Agriculture Organization, which is a lot okay. like better <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. in terms of like making programs for to feed people in yeah. poor countries. Yeah. Although I don't know <laughs> if my dad will like me telling this j- joke that, but one of his coworkers would always joke that like there were always uprisings in the countries that he did pro- projects in. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was just like kind of. It the, was a coincidence. <laughs> I just think maybe uprisings happened. I don't yeah. know. Or right, or right, or yeah. it may have just been that they brought in capitalism and, and like fucked everything yeah, up. Well, I don't know. I'm sorry, Dad. I don't mean to shit on your work. Sorry, I, Dad. <laughs> yeah, that's but quite that always, suspicious for sure. No, but that was always funny. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't like 100. percent But <laughs> it, you I know mean, how coworkers are. They give each other shit. I yeah, doubt he I was bringing down governments by, totally. by <laughs> trying to <help. laughs> by feeding people. <laughs> Let's overthrow this government with snacks. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, I'm actually very excited uh, to, I was telling you that like, I feel kind of like a creepy old man when I watch your feed. Not that there's anything like there's, naughty. Guys, there's nothing weird there. It's just that the people in it are so fucking young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but it is one of my favorite like things to watch because it's like this vicarious <laughs> thing where I'm like... Oh my oh god. god, like there's some there's always like little glimpses of like drunken debauchery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, I just it's so weird because I feel like really self-conscious about my feet, but at the same time I like don't give a yeah, fuck. Yeah. So it's like this like self-consciousness when I'm producing images and stuff, but then it's also like but who the fuck cares because it's like there's so much yeah, out yeah, there yeah. that like it doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. I mean, yeah. if you start thinking about that shit, you can just like yeah i know it like totally is that sorry is that me no that's you oh yeah um my bad yeah um it just totally kind of gives me unnecessary anxiety and it's like i don't know if this happens to you but it's like this desire to completely quit instagram oh i had i I mean i was just talking i had some some things that were stressing me the fuck out like in relation to a car accident that Mm -hmm. like 
uh, I didn't, I, it was like, I couldn't bring myself to fake like happiness. <laughs> this is it guys. Can't I was just anymore. like, yeah, I couldn't like, I, yeah. I, I was out and about and I was experiencing the world and I was seeing shit and I was just like, I can't take pictures first. <laughs> I can't like, post stories right now. I yeah, feel awful. I know. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know if this happens to you, but, so, and it's really kind of like embarrassing to admit, but I'll just say it. Sometimes I yeah. hear my t- thoughts. I hear my thoughts and, um. Like, if it was an Instagram caption. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, like, really scares me. I'll be, like, walking and then I'll be, like, thinking something. But it'll be, like, yeah, like, just, like, a really well-written Instagram caption. And then I have to be, like, okay, Pamela, (laughs) go back. And that's funny that you said well-written captions. Because, like, there are some of those that you're just, like, so proud of. I know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I do like Instagram when people are really committed to their captions. Yeah. That, then it's like when their caption game is tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's this amazing um, curator, professor, philosopher woman. Her name is Chus Martinez. She's um she's from Spain, but I think she's teaching a grad program in I think it's Switzerland. I don't know exactly where, but um, her Instagram is so interesting because the photos are kind of like shitty and. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. just like not interesting images. They're usually like images of like students or people installing things or whatever. But when she writes, like her captions are so amazing and so long, it's like <laughs> totally not the right place to write something that long. But people do that. I know, That's I know. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, for some people, I think it's like really journalistic. Like, oh, like I'm feeling this way, and then I had this reflection, and I'm like, I mean, I I get that. That's kind of what like personal social media is for but i really enjoy when it's like this really intense kind of like yeah, yeah. rigorous thinking about like the medium itself i <laughs> like, hate yeah i hate having to write captions for the show now because then i have to be like because like <laughs> yeah i have to like fucking think about what was said and then yeah. sometimes i'll listen to an episode and a week will pass and i'm like what the fuck did we talk about <laughs> <laughs> well you do so many too right and yeah. they're so long so it's like yeah 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 it, I mean, it makes it easier to do like the, there's, there's definitely some cheats here, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but okay. like to, to handle the workload, to, yeah. uh, but I also do like going deep and I don't know about like doing a two hour podcast. I know, yeah. like, I think it's easier to break it up into ones. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, and now I'm making more of an effort, like at the, at the one hour mark, I, I definitely like reset and I'm like give a new intro and stuff so that people don't yeah. just get dropped into yeah. a conversation like which I guess was an aesthetic I was into but <laughs> I, then I realized like oh it, I can actually make a choice yeah oh there you go <laughs> I can yeah. wrap up a conversation <laughs> I don't have to let it go for two hours yeah and then start a new one well I'm learning uh, from you as I'm here about uh, wrapping up conversations <laughs> I'm oh not my good God. at that yeah dude I was listening to the to uh the last episode I was happy with but then I listened to the end of uh or I listened to Culture Shock mm-hmm. with Gwyneth uh, Kilmore and I yeah. was like damn dude I was like just rambling in that one, so it yeah. still happens. Happens I to st- the best of us. <laughs> I still am like, whoa, like yeah. I, st- I um, but I do like to just like fucking edit as little as possible, so yeah. that like. Well, I think it's also hard to contain yourself when you're excited about ideas. And yeah, definitely. I mean, from listening to your podcasts, it just seems like you are like this walking information booth with like <laughs> so many things. Oh, thank you, and but you- that 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 like has. I th- I feel like I'm obnoxious now. <laughs> I mean, like not on the show, like yeah. but like in in social settings. Sometimes I'm like, oh like fuck, IRL. I just <laughs> diarrhea all this information yeah. on you. We need the like, info. We're here yeah. for the info. <laughs> here on the podcast, <laughs> like in real life, I shouldn't like rant to people know. about stuff. I feel like I get really excited about people who just like give me juice. Yeah, <laughs> like give me yeah. the juice, guys. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking specifically about dates. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's like not a good okay, guys. <laughs> Here's some dating advice. <laughs> Don't do that. Like there've been a couple where I've just like where we're like it went well and I was like, how did this go well? <laughs> and she was like, Well, at least you're self-aware <laughs> of how much you talk. <laughs> well that's good, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do I did end up here doing the podcast, <laughs> so I can't I have to accept that about myself. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I'm very excited to hear what you have to teach me today. <sighs> Well, I think I was really 
kind of stressed about picking a topic because there's so many things. I love that because so I so things. don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's so many things I could talk about, right? How do you, like, it's this, like, infinite option thing that we have everywhere now. Um, so I guess for a lack of a topic, I feel like lack of a topic is a topic. And to me, it's, okay. like, about kind of, like, the ambiguity of research, um, okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that I'll I frame have, it that way, but it's really open. No, I, yeah. I, I have a. I already have things to say, okay. but I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> I mean, since we just talk about me over speaking. No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think, yeah, like I said, I was really hardly. Is that is that a good way to use Hartley? that word? Sorry, guys. I just. <laughs> What's hardly? I don't know. I just like sometimes make up words. Because I'm my okay. my real uh, sometimes my, I I don't yeah. know words though. <laughs> <laughs> my native language is Spanish, so then. Do you speak it mostly at home? Well, I live alone, so I well to myself, yeah, yeah, yeah I speak yeah. Spanish in your head. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think in Spanish. Sometimes when I get really comfortable with people, I'll accidentally be like. Pero blah, 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 and I'll start speaking in Spanish, and they're like, what? <laughs> you're a 24-year-old gangster that lives alone. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> like, you're like... No. <laughs> long hair, don't care. I don't know what to throw in there. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's, it's new. I just got my own place, um, yeah. like, two months well, ago. And congratulations. Thank you. Um, it's cool, but it's also a lot of work and, like, scary, and, like, I'm yeah. definitely, like, learning. And, and now I'm you're like, committed to, like your job oh totally <laughs> like before i was just kind of like yeah i'll take like a couple days off and now i'm like what the fuck is a day off like i don't know what that is um but you get to crash in a space that's entirely your own yeah so and it's just nice. yeah. it's so nice to like be able to decorate a place and like keep it as clean or as dirty as you want and like no one's judging we're, we're you on the spectrum are you? oh i'm like a fucking clean freak okay. like i need everything to be in its place all right and, like, then i apologize no, for my okay. bathroom <laughs> I, I don't judge that's just my preference you no know? you're fairly welcome to judge i like i literally did a clean uh, uh, the first thing that i did this morning was wake up because like yeah. like i said I have been worried about other things than like cleanliness. <laughs> yeah. And I was just totally. like, I don't want my fucking apartment to smell like <laughs> grease from like making burgers yesterday, you know? No, no anything judging. I could cook in there, like it stays, it's just like yeah, these things same. always go off the, yeah. the smoke Oh, really? Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, my apartment is fairly small too. So when I cook, it just smells and like there's the windows don't really have like the metal bars mm -hmm. and I'm on the first floor. So I can't really leave my windows open all the time. I'm like yeah, yeah. fairly terrified. Well, this window is a yeah, nightmare. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I just like, I'm not sure like how much I can trust LA yet. Because yeah, I've yeah. only been here for like five years. And the scariest thing that happened to me is like, it only happened like about a month ago. And I was walking to HMS. I was going on a date. Okay. <laughs> like first time meeting this person. And... I'm like on my phone walking. It's like on Wilshire. It's 8 p.m. It really wasn't that dark. And all of a sudden, this guy just comes from behind me and like grabs me. Like he literally grabbed me, like put his arms around oh, me. Oh, that's some scary shit. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm really about to like, you know, get really hurt. But I think he was just like trying to grab my phone from my hands. Oh. But as he was trying to do that, I was like trying to protect my body. So I kept like going forward, kind of like, you know, closing up. But why up. was he... he, he, he I think he just thought... <laughs> What's this guy doing grabbing your phone? I don't, well, he wanted it. Like, he was trying to steal it for sure. Oh, it was It was, a it was like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I was getting robbed for sure. Not groped. But I think it was both. Was like, at the same time, he was like... It's a multitasker. He was like, two, two for one, guys. <laughs> two for one. Yeah. Um, that was like a really dark joke. Sorry. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, so I was like really scared and I was screaming and like no one did anything and I was just yeah. like perplexed and I was like I think that night I was like I think I'm starting to understand like the dynamics of LA a yeah. little bit you know um so yeah that's like the scariest thing that has happened to me here and then after that I went back home and I was like I have to close the windows all the time now I can't just leave oh them yeah open. don't fuck around yeah yeah, yeah I was like don't yeah so that's kind of a bummer you, you know maybe one day you'll realize that your neighborhood is straight but like 
you know, I, yeah. uh, I you saw that I posted like in, in, in down the street. Uh, the, the, window the window was, was shattered. Yeah, yeah, someone at the at, at the bakery. Like I was, I just it oh, had God. just happened, That's and then crazy. I w- walked up to a cop because uh, there was one at the McDonald's, and I'd been uh-huh. and every, everything was closed. Mm-hmm. That she that street closes down like the All the, the business district. Yeah, at like at eleven, it's like dead. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> All okay. the lights are like are flashing. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. even traffic lights anymore. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I would, when I first moved here, I was like, yeah, "Wow, this is like really a main weird. street." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, but I approached the car with my hands in the air because I was approaching the cop car from behind, and oh, the guy God. and the guy was like, "You don't have to do that." I was like, oh, <laughs> "Maybe I do." Yeah, you're like, <laughs> I get what you're saying, <laughs> but it's tense out here. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. But um, actually, one of the things that you were saying. Uh, like about LA made me think, I, I think I brought it up on an episode already, but it stuck with me is like reading LA times articles about Tupac or reading one LA time article mm-hmm. about Tupac and just like realizing that at the time they weren't aware of who Tupac would be. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and he's just like, they're just writing about him. Like he's some thug, you know, like, <laughs> and it, it it's like, it's so crazy how much we've changed in the, mm-hmm. In the, uh, I'm trying to tie this somehow into ambiguity yeah, research. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't worry, <laughs> but, go for it. But, um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I think that one of the things that I always think about LA is it, as it, it, it's all, and California in general is being like somewhat progressive. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. now that I'm here, yeah, yeah, I'm like, mm. <laughs> when I was in Florida, I was like, oh man, California is so like they're <laughs> the so dream. liberal, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now I'm here, I'm like. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. I mean, if you put it parallel to other places in the US, yes, of course. It's yeah. like really progressive. I lived in Baltimore for like two years when I was younger, and that was How old were you gnarly. I was fr- from 12 to like 14, I was there. Were um, you hanging out in Amsterdam? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm like, no. Um, no, we just moved. That was the first time I came to the US, and my mom and my dad were going through a divorce. So she just wanted to stay away from him. And she was like, let's move to Baltimore. And I was like, wow, that's like really radical mom, but okay, sure. That's Um, impressive. Yeah. So we moved there and it was just, it was really hard. Um, Were you, did you speak any English at the time? Yeah. I mean, I grew up speaking English because in In my, how it's, oh, sorry. I interrupted you like a dick. It's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. No, uh, the school I went to, we would do half the day in Spanish and then half the day in English. So I would take like math in English and like history in English. Um, And my uncle married a woman from Baltimore, actually. Oh, so that's how. Yeah. So she was like, you know, la guerita. She was always with us and she would just talk to us like in in English um, because she wanted to be that person who like forced us to speak English. Oh man. Yeah. So your, una abuelita, your grandmother was, or a grandmother was forcing people to speak English? No, no, no. La guerita. My, my, my aunt. Guerita. Guerita. Oh, okay. You you guys don't use that in Cuba? Okay. Guerita is like the... (laughs) First of all, I've never been to Cuba. Oh, okay. (laughs) My assumptions here. Well, you've been fucking everywhere, so I just like assumed you were in Cuba too. (laughs) But anyway, sorry. Yeah. What is... Did you say... I feel like somehow I thought you... Had no, been in Cuba. I've never been. Okay, well, oh, that's one of the fucking tragedies ambiguity. of ambiguity. Uh, <laughs> that's one of the tragedies of being a, a Miami Cuban. Like my when my parents went in the nineties, it was like mm-hmm. they they told me don't tell anybody. Oh. It was like super secret because people hate on you for oh, like really? yeah going down there that's and like crazy. yeah. Why? Like, what's the... It, they, they have this weird fucking embargo mentality that's okay. insane. Okay. But yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Well. There's that. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she just kind of forced us to uh, speak English with her. So it was like school and her. And it's so funny because I think when I was maybe like... Oh, so sorry. What is a guerita? Guerita is like, um, like light skin. Like we call... Oh, aguero. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But we just say like guerita. And then when, it's really cute because when you go to the market in Mexico, I think like all over, not just Oaxaca, it's not exclusive to it. Um... You go to the market, and like me, you guys can't see me, but I'm not a guerita at all. <laughs> um, and you go, and the vendors just what they say to you, it's kind of like guerita, guerita, pasele, compre. So it's like it's kind of supposed to be this flattering thing to be called that, you know? Oh, so yeah, yeah it's like yeah, very yeah, yeah. about colorism and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. 
But yeah, so she, back to the language thing, <laughs> she was the one who kind of like really drilled English. Yeah, just like made us speak in English with her all the time. So it was inevitable. When I moved to Baltimore, my English wasn't great, but it, people could understand what I was saying. And I still have an accent. Like sometimes I'll say things and it sounds really funny. Uh -huh. um, and I get really self-conscious. So like, if, like what? Do you have a classic it, it just one? happens. Like, no, I have like no specific word. Okay. It just happens randomly. Like I'll say something like, But you don't, you don't have one where like your friends are still giving you shit about that um, you can be like, oh, that think. time you said this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Like it just comes out because you know how I in English sounds like I, but in Spanish it's E. So then sometimes yeah, yeah. I'll say that I like E, like really high. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I'll be like, oh my God, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, it just comes out at random times. So I don't know. Maybe it'll come out. When in this yeah, yeah well I'll, I'll try to catch it i'll see I'll, be, i'll keep an eye out for it if it comes out you need to make a pause and then just talk over it like here we can hear pamela yeah. yeah yeah if this was a video podcast i'd use like the uh rewind yeah so yeah um yeah uh i i kind of forgot what i was saying baltimore well oh one of the sorry go ahead no we were just talking about like Um, California being really liberal, but then yeah, like, yeah. yeah, of course. But then when I, and when I was in Baltimore, I was just like, I was the only Mexican girl in my school at that time. Most people who were there, it was a, um, like it was mostly like white people and African American people. And there was a couple of people from El Salvador, but it was mostly like white and African American there. That was like a big mm -hmm. divide. Um, yeah, Maryland is actually very full of, of like people from El Salvador. It's oh. uh, because uh, the DC United there was a huge fucking scandal when they sold this guy uh, Jaime Moreno, mm -hmm. who was like this super fast like player in the early aughts, mm -hmm. uh, and like and then people would go to fucking heckle <laughs> <laughs> like oh, wow. the whole Salvadorian community. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was pretty wow. crazy. Yeah, so there was like a couple of Salvadorian people in my school. And they didn't really like me. It's uh -huh. just, I've never really understood that kind of division that we have between like yeah. people from Guatemala and Mexico and El Salvador. It's like this beef. Does, is there a lot of beef? There is beef, my boy. Like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so young. <laughs> Let me tell you about the beef. No, yeah. My mom's boyfriend is um, Salvadorian and my grandma is like live it like she's just like oh really yeah and it's so fucked up i'm like grandma like why are you mad at him like <laughs> like there's no reason to you weren't even there when like history happened and yeah. that you had like a reason so to were, there, were there were there so there it, it's like wars that they i had. think it's like a historical kind of thing okay. in relationship to like colonialism and mm -hmm. slavery and wars and all these things i don't know like the specifics, the specifics of it yeah. because i don't think there's like specific beef it's just kind of like the desire to hate on like someone yeah, <laughs> who's yeah. like in close proximity to you i think that's what's going yeah. on and i also think there's um a lot of you know like i was listening to your last podcast with lorenzo and he was saying how Like there's, I don't, I don't know if it was you or him who said it, but it was kind of like to be like one of the good ones, right? Like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like a good Mexican person yeah, because yeah. I like do this or that as opposed to that, right? Which is yeah, so yeah. fucked up. So I also think that that's a way that that's the beef too. It's like almost about being like, oh, well, I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm better. I'm like good or whatever. Yeah. So. Well, that, that is interesting because there is like a, a, a very clear like hierarchy in, in each culture's mind. Yeah about where they stand mm -hmm. in American society yeah. in comparison to other, like... Mm -hmm. uh, and I actually, <laughs> I was riding an Uber with a Honduran who was saying that, like, I was asking her, because, like, you know, every time I talk to a Latino, I want to fucking talk Spanish. <laughs> yeah. And, and I want to, I mean, unfortunately, we can't because <laughs> we'd alienate people. I was going to suggest it. <laughs> I'm like, I feel alienated every day. So, like, what's up, guys? <laughs> yeah, but I kind of, like... <laughs> want people to want to listen to the yeah, show <laughs> i know <laughs> um but but she was saying that like because so the honduran honduras history recent history like 2009 mm -hmm. you know during while hillary was secretary of state is pretty fucking savage like mm -hmm. it's and right now um it's it's 
the, the, the shit they're trying to come up, they're you trying to get like people from um, Israel's, is the, sorry, Israeli soldiers mm-hmm. are, are going over, this is according to the Gray Zone Project, mm-hmm. to, to the biggest, biggest military base that's over there, mm-hmm. and essentially train the, uh, the, the Honduran army that's trained by the American uh, uh, military, mm-hmm. how to uh, like encounter or, or I think it's counter migration tactics is what the term is. Oh, wow. And basically mm-hmm. like what they're doing is learning how to make these countries more like open air prisons. Like they keep the Palestinians in. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. So, that, so it's fucked up. Like, yeah. but anyway, not every Honduran that you talk yeah. to no, it gets into this shit. And she was like, she was very much, uh, about like, she was kind of like, felt like the the people that were co- she was saying shit like you know then there's some Hondurans that come over here and they fuck it up for the yeah, rest of us and yeah. that's a weird fucking I know, thing yeah. you know like that's a that that's yeah a, a, and that's where in the intersection of class and mm-hmm. and and what's it called but um but i always find it fascinating like where immigrants choose to move and Baltimore is such a specific <laughs> one. I like, know. And, and Miami is yeah. so automatic that anytime I live a Cuban, meet a Cuban who like didn't move to Miami, <laughs> you're like, what? I was like, you're I, skeptical. You're like, are you? Even no, Cuban? I'm like, I know why. Because you, oh. because Miami is so Miami, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it, it, especially not, not necessarily anymore, but in the time I was growing up, like it was, it was inescapable Mm -hmm. to meet people that knew your family from the island like all the names like you know uh my like i would tell my my grandmother oh i was hanging out with this kid Oh, Lariu? Oh, I, I, I knew his, like, uh, it, you know, I used to hang out with him in, like, in, in, in the islands. So, so it's crazy. like... It's, it's like crazy. being in a small town, but, like, in a huge yeah. town. Yeah. Oh, man. Miami is, like, the smallest town feel when I was growing up. It <laughs> uh-huh. sounds like it's changing, like, crazy, mm-hmm. but... Um, it's just crazy because it's also uh, uh, underwater. I, <laughs> I follow this artist, this photographer, uh, who's, like, project is called flood zone or something and and Mm -hmm. all she's doing is taking like she posts pictures of the tides that that flood the city and it's like it's not even raining it's just the tides are coming in it's called the king tide yeah yeah so it's crazy coming for you guys miami Miami. (laughs) watch out (laughs) yeah so but okay so what do you mean specifically by uh, ambiguity of research because that's interesting to me yeah i think i spent a lot of time reading and like reading all kinds of things from poetry to fiction to theory. I kind of force myself to read theory because I take mm-hmm. too much pleasure on like fiction and theory poetry. of oh, theory of what? I usually do photography and language. Those are my two big kind of like Okay. Like oh. What do, what's your what do you study in college? Um I did fine the- arts emphasis in photography. Okay. So, when I started I was really like yeah, photography. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like really thinking about like documentary images and trying to be progressive about them and like trying to ignore the sixties and like, you know, (laughs) whatever. Um, we had to pay, uh, we had to revere the sixties when when I was in school. Um, but then I don't know. I think, well, here's the thing. I think as I was in school, I started reading a lot about photography, the medium, et cetera, Mm. et cetera. And there's it, a lot to read. Yeah, but yeah. it got to a point that it became really paralyzing. Because, oh, yeah, I've done that too. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, well, there's no right and everything's wrong. That's how it felt for yeah. me. I was like, every every like instance of representation can be problematized. So why the fuck try? Like, yeah. But then, you know, that's I think we kind of talk about that nihilism mm-hmm. earlier where yeah. it was like, yeah, it was really nihilistic, both like on a I don't work. know if that was on mic, but yeah, we did talk about yeah, it. Yeah, sorry guys. Um, um, yeah, it was like, I was really nihilistic, both on a really personal level with my worldviews, but also with my practice. I was yeah. like, there's no point of doing this. So I'm just going to become a fucking <laughs> it's cynic. Hard to, yeah, it's hard to motivate yourself Jeff to make art. <laughs> Mexican <laughs> Jeff Koons in the house. No, but like... Mexican Jeff Koons. <laughs> yeah, but like... Um, so that was happening when I was still in school and then I graduated. And, you know, after graduation, there's like this scary silence all around you yeah. where it's like, life is real. What are you going to do? Um, and 
there was like a loss of a media community, which were my professors and yeah. like my peers at school. Well, you're not meeting up with them in class. Exactly. Anymore. There was There's, like, they, you might still have access to them, but not as a bunch. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I had access to them, but like for going out and like, you know, yeah, yeah. and we could enact that whole like, yeah, let's meet at my place and have a crit. But I'm not necessarily interested in that. I was just yeah, really yeah. excited about just daily interactions that yeah, resulted yeah, yeah. in like, some kind of like material or non-tangible creative output. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, so uh sorry, I keep losing my train of thought. Um That's all right. Yeah, okay, so school, photo, research. And yeah, and so after I graduated, I started El Clasificado, which is a new stand project. I don't know okay. if you're familiar. I was no. at OPAF with El Clasificado. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that you had a booth. Because you know how that like yeah. how how much stuff I had there. No, I, was I know, dead. I know, I know. But also, it was um, I was going with Leroy's Happy Place, so it was both of us. Okay. Yeah. Do you know I... Leroy's? It's super fun. We should go. Okay. Yeah. So Leroy's Happy Place is ran by one of my um, professors, Ian James, and it's in Chinatown. And it used to be an old, I think it's Vietnamese restaurant. And then the mm. guy who owned that place, his name was Leroy, and he decided to leave. So Ian got the space as he left it with like the chairs and the kitchen and everything. Mm. And now it's kind of, it's this really interesting hybrid of like an alternative or like an artist run space. But at the same time, it's just kind of like a space for artists to gather and like, dance or like watch films there's like oh, all cool. of these events there's also like he does these um i don't remember who are he... those the wild parties i see on your feed potentially there's yeah. been a couple <laughs> yeah there's been a couple crazy parties at leroy's for sure um yeah but then he'll do like oh like everyone can come tonight and there's like a bar but you also can like call like like representatives and demand things so that's like a lot of about like putting bodies in one space and uh -huh. like doing things together which i really like because i feel like there's a lack of like bodies coming together in yeah, our yeah. Lives, well i mean that's sure. that's why um opaf is so much fun yeah it's like yeah. it's just like a cramming of everybody yeah you know it's almost like it's more for us totally who have the yeah a hundred percent is for us yeah but yeah so like I, so I started El Clasificado, which is a newsstand project. I'm sure you've maybe encountered these like little metal newsstands at uh -huh. the storefronts of like bakeries and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. El Clasificado is one of them, and it. Uh, I thought you were gonna say, "I'm sure you've run into my project." I was like, "Damn, <laughs> <I'm> very <conceited. laughs> I'm sure you That's know. That's fucking presumptuous. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so yeah. So, so you so you use those uh, those stands? Yeah. So I took one of those stands from a storefront when mm. I was still at Otis and I was using it as a space to display my work. But then, I don't know, as I did that, something fell off. I was mm. like, there's something wrong here and I can't quite figure out what it is because the new stand really excited me as an object and it kind of had its own history and it was like filled with meaning and, you know, all these really exciting things, all the juice. Um, but then... All the juice. The you juice. didn't say juice. <laughs> <laughs> Just to, no, I was actually like getting a little hypnotized by because you actually do have an accent. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I, I never noticed it, but I was starting to catch it. Yeah. It's really nice though. It's, it, it's like, uh, I don't know. It feels genuine sometimes like uh sofia vergara's is a little oh like i she's, hate she's, i'm sorry guys yeah. but i hate her <laughs> i just hate that she plays this like really dumb role yeah, 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 for the yeah, camera yeah. i'm like why yeah you could be so empowered she does seem like she's a lot smarter than she plays i think she's a genius i mean maybe not a genius <laughs> but like she seems very composed like i don't think yeah, she's yeah. dumb like i've seen her in interviews but her character i, agree, I know yeah. it just kind of bothers me it like makes me a little sad but i'm not gonna yeah, judge yeah, her yeah. like Hey man. Everyone got to do Everybody, what they got to do for the bucks. We you know? still got to deal with capitalism, right? <laughs> yeah. Like that shit ain't dead yet. Yeah, that's what the audience wants. Give it to them, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Um, so yeah, uh, El Clasificado is it's they, they do weekly like little magazines mm -hmm. with ads, so it's just classifieds, and the way they like frame it, it's that it's classifieds for the Hispanic community. Uh -huh. um, so you know, it's it ranges from everything. It's like. If you need a plumber, there's like a plumber in there, okay. blah, blah, blah. It's like a daily flyer kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, 
when I gra- when I was graduating, I still had the newsstand in my studio, and I re- I was using it as like a bookshelf or something. Mm-hmm. It was just like a holder for things. It wasn't really I wasn't thinking. You about just it. took the stand. You didn't take like all the. I mean, the I pl- took them, but there was nothing I could do with them. Yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't yeah. really excited. I mean, the images in there are crazy. Like they're so kitschy and so beautiful. <laughs> You're the first guest that uses her hands so much. You keep I'm boxing <laughs> the microphone. <laughs> just so you guys know, dude, I, I'm I, having I, so much fun. I'm I'm like, just... <laughs> I move. I like movement a lot. I'm very this, expressive. This, and this is like 10 a.m., which for me was... Well, I drank a lot of coffee before I came. So, also that, guys. So you're my shot of coffee right now. This is so much fun. Okay. I'm I'll like, try to move less. So. No, 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 no. I just want people to know what those sounds are. Those yeah, are like... Oh, they're going to hear them? Yeah. Well, yeah, I hear it on the on the headphones. So, yeah. Sorry, guys. It's like... Dunk. <laughs> I'm like performing as I as I yeah, do yeah, this, guys. So anyway, classificado. Yeah. So uh, I, you weren't yeah, so much interested with the paper, but as no, the stand. I mean, I was. I am interested in the kind of images that are inside because, like I said, they're so kitschy and they're so absurd. There's like mm-hmm. a gorilla holding a girl and like <laughs> a huge roach on top of someone's face. It's like insane. Oh, it's just like so much fun. over the top, you know. Yeah. And I I think in my work. I don't see a division between El Clasificado and my work, but mm-hmm. in my other work... That stop is- using quotations when you say work. <laughs> yeah, I know you're still young, but stop. Okay, thanks. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one. Um, so, yeah. Um, in my work, I think I'm also interested in, like, kitschy things and, like, over-the-top things. So uh-huh. it, it kind of seemed clear to me why I was interested in the newsstand, the magazine, mm-hmm. and, like, how I was relating it to my own images. Mm-hmm. But... I also realized that by putting the newsstand into like my studio or a gallery or whatever the context would be for showing the work, I was kind of like mutilating this really important part of the newsstand, which was how accessible it was Mm. to people and how contingent it was to just interact with it. Like people could run into this newsstand when they were walking to the grocery store or to get a money order or whatever, you know. But then if I put it in the studio, it would be like they would have to go out of their way to look at it. And I was kind of like, for what? Like, I'm not really interested in that, you know? So then I was like, okay, I think it's it would be better to put it back and just let it do its thing, you know, like not even try anymore. But then I was like, haha, I don't want to do that. So then I was like, (laughs) yeah, that's quitting. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I'm just going to like invite people whose art I'm interested in to have shows in the newsstand and Mm. it'll live outside and like there will be consequences but we will be okay with those consequences so outside where do you keep it so it's Mm. it moves around it varies like whatever the artist wants we can just like take it there so if the artist wants so we had one project one of my friends max he instead of having like a linear like two week or one month show Mm -hmm. what i don't like calling them shows i like calling them projects sorry one two week project or a month long project he did for openings Mm -hmm. and each opening was at a different location so the first one was at Blum and Poe the second one was at UCLA the third one was at LACMA and the last one was at Kurdansky so um the it so it doesn't really have like a set location Mm -hmm. I found it and you're just you doing this gorilla style, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's like, no. no. Yeah, I've gotten in so much trouble so many times, but I always somehow manage to get out of it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't worry. It'll be fine. I'm sure there's a lot of hypnotism with your I'm hand gestures. Move, I'm, just like, I'm like, yeah, guys, don't it's worry like, about it. It's like, oh my God, charisma's just hitting me right now. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's how I get out of it. I don't know. But yeah, um, so when I originally found it, it was on 8th Street and Catalina. Okay. And it's this market Oaxacan market called um El Changarro my dad used to own it and then he sold it to the people who own it now Mm -hmm. and my dad's shipping business is like right next door to it so I would walk there like at least three times a week because I would go to my dad's office to like see my dad or like you know hang out with the girls because I'm really good friends with with the girls who work there they're Mm -hmm. all relatively like young and like they're mostly Mexican most of them are from Oaxaca so we just kind of like talk about yeah, Oaxaca, yeah. Oaxaca and how much we miss it and stuff how uh, often do you go back oh well I used to a lot okay. when I was still a student I used to go maybe like twice every or like maybe maybe once a month almost like I used to go a lot yeah. but now that I'm like part of the machine yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't. well now you have an apartment to yeah pay for. that's yeah. the machine the apartment <laughs> is the machine <laughs> 
So um, much freedom. Come on. Right. The, the fake promise of freedom. The fake promise of agency. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, w- one day when I was walking, I was like, oh, that new stand is really sexy. I really want it. <laughs> but I was also like, I'm scared of taking it because I don't want to get in trouble. But then uh, this is really funny because I couldn't do it. So I got one of the girls to do it for me. <laughs> Um, I never told anyone that, so there's, there's that. Oh, um, hey, that's baller though. Confessions. Um, <laughs> Having someone else take the risk. I and you're know, like, yeah, I was I like, think I think that's might maybe a little Baltimore in you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, so yeah, after that, like I said, I used it for my own work, but then when I was graduating, I was kind of like really scared of this lack of like interaction mm. with people around me. Mm. So that's where El Clasificado became this kind of like project where mm. I had people, I would, yeah, I just pick someone, I contact them, kind of like you, you pick mm-hmm. someone, you contact them. And then I just, um, yeah, I don't really do much. I'm just like, yeah, I explain the project to them and I tell them like, you have options you can do whatever you want we think alike because i don't really do much here i'm like i'm gonna make a flyer for you and that's a lot so please be my friend well Um, i also think it's interesting that you i think that you kind of um the fact that you are a conceptual artist that started with photography yeah. is is very much something that I can relate to because I think mm-hmm. I think and and what you were saying about ha- being frustrated with uh, just all the rules that you just started to come yeah. up with, um, but like because I think essentially the cameras one of the first things that I realized like what it could do and mm-hmm. what it cannot do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that, and yeah. that, that got me thinking about things like, well, not specifically uh, El Clasificado, mm-hmm. but the, the idea, like for me, it was a receipt printer and things like mm-hmm. that, that started to like, I was like, what is this thing? And what does it say? Like, yeah. you know, if like, what is it allowed to say? What mm-hmm. is it not allowed to say? Like, yeah. you know, if I do stupid drawings, mm-hmm. like with, with the receipt printer, it's not as interesting as if I print receipts with it. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and, uh, and so, so yeah, I, I really like that, uh, framework of, of approaching work. And so how long has it been since you've been out of school? Like a year and a half. Are you starting, are you, are you less overwhelmed with the, with all the rule stuff? Yeah, that happens. definitely. Yeah, yeah, that like, happens. It takes in, a while to recover. It's very recent. And yeah. I think that, and this is what I mean also with ambiguity of research. It's like being paralyzed from like, because of research. Mm throws you into another kind of research where you're like trying to like bring your for me it was like okay i'm paralyzed like how do i get out of it like yeah what can help me right yeah um but these all these kind of like sources of information they never actually manifest directly in the things i make yeah thank god because then it would just be yeah. about research yeah 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 <laughs> but, but there's some artists that go about it that way you know and i don't find it the most compelling art but i understand its place in the world i could be wrong there are you're probably right there are maybe people that do it and i since i'm not interested you in just that, don't look at it i just i just yeah. haven't come to the to yeah, the yeah, strong yeah. work but yeah i yeah. but like i i do to hein again i'm like i don't want to fucking do homework dude. yeah <laughs> no i know but like for, i don't know like i think some people Which is even a- yeah but even if it's like not literal like a literal representation of the research yeah there's still hints to oh, research absolutely. and yeah. for me that's it's just so hard because i like and yeah I, like i maybe i'm young or whatever but i'm still trying to figure it out because i do all this really intensive research about like just really random things that i really care about yeah, like yeah. russian cosmism is like one Cosmis- of them like cosmonauts no it's like basically it's this philosophy i mean i don't even know if i would call i think it's a theory more than a philosophy where at some point we're gonna be able to live forever and when we're able to live forever we're gonna find a way to bring back to life everyone who has ever existed in the world but there won't be enough space in earth for all of us so we will understand how to travel to other planets and like sustain life there okay. and for for the people who are like rigorously thinking about it it was so exciting because Basically, what that means is that there will be no more questions anymore about history specifically because you will have everyone alive and you can go up to them and be like, 
yo, Tupac, who shot you? Like, what <laughs> happened? Tell me now. We actually do know who shot Tupac. Okay, well, that was like a bad <laughs> reference, but you know what they I mean. They didn't get charged. <laughs> so, but, but you know what I mean? Like, we will be able to, like, approach those people and, like, yeah, ask yeah. them things. And then, like, humanity will be so rich in knowledge and whatever. And I don't know. It's just, like, this really weird thing that was, like really studied and like hoped for for a while yeah um so yeah i do like a lot of research like that year (laughs) i actually i'm gonna say it was like the 20s the 1920s yeah 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 yeah. not not next year no 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 no. (laughs) Um, i come from the future guys we figured it out that shit blows my mind that we're about to start saying the 20s and maybe have to clarify (laughs) (laughs) yeah probably or we just like don't say the year anymore we're just like yeah we're modern people guys yeah Yeah, dude my grandfather passed away but he was like born in 1913 and that shit used to blow my fucking mind wow yeah yeah he died at like 101 but like yeah i was like bro (laughs) and then here's the thing that blows my mind you know how like plastic is like uh, a problem yeah uh, a you problem. Know, yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> Guys, you know that's a problem. <laughs> I, that shit didn't exist when my parents were kids. Oh wow! Yeah. How old are your parents? They're in their 60s, 70s. That's so, crazy. They're that like blows my mind. That, yeah, that yeah. blew my mind too. Like I was like, that's why you see so many metal lunch boxes and shit yeah. like that. They didn't have like plastic yeah. trinkets and that's shit. That's crazy. And that's why, I don't know if you saw The Graduate, I think that... I've like, never seen it, no. I oh, really yeah. want to see it, though. Yeah. Eh, no, I not mean, worth it? Okay. No, I mean, now with, like, I think Dustin Hoffman is probably a creep. I, I think is or, or no. I mean, yeah, I think that that's, like, are. something that came out. And, yeah. Uh, but, uh, so, like, in terms of, like, revering that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it was good. <laughs> it's a very time-specific. I think that yeah. it's much more for our parents to be like, whoa, man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, in that movie, like one of the things that after he graduates, people are like talking to him is like, hey, you can get into plastics. Plastics is are the materials of the future, I think, oh, or some shit like that. Yeah. So, but like yeah. that's how bad that fucking shit is for the environment. I know, <laughs> it, right? It ain't yeah. even been here that long. That's crazy. Yeah. I know. I cannot like imagine my life without plastic because I yeah. like grew up. I mean, yeah. now I'm like more conscious about how much waste I create in the world. Yeah. But when I was younger, that was just like available yeah you know just like everywhere and that was the go-to and now i'm like yeah i'm just gonna stick to like metalware <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and i got tupperware and shit like, yeah I, I, I was like i used to like scoff at that <laughs> <laughs> i know well it's like it's it's one of those things where you have to kind of let go this is this is gonna sound really shallow but i've thought about <laughs> it <laughs> you kind of have to let go of a style to be like environmentally friendly sometimes what what style in particular well like um maybe when i say style specifically in this situation what i mean it's like you can look like effortless you have to be carrying like a tote bag filled with like Tupperwares and like utensils oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and like just carried everywhere <laughs> because you're not gonna buy a plastic bottle and you're yeah, not gonna yeah. buy food because you know how much waste that creates so you just make your own food all that's the time. That's true. I hadn't thought of that. That, that yeah. there is well, but you can also just like get yourself a three hundred dollar Yeti cooler and like you know and shit yeah, like that. I guess, but yeah. I can't. <laughs> no, I know. I that's like a class issue. Yeah, but I think yeah. It, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Like I do think that I um that i'm interested i'm fascinated like i feel like you process the world similarly to how i do i think that might Mm -hmm. have to do with being like from a different culture yeah yeah and and and, like have for me not living in my culture makes makes me understand things about Mm -hmm. this country that even for myself if i was to go and live somewhere abroad i know when i come back Mm -hmm. i would have culture shock right like i know and that happens to anybody but Mm. um but but the the research thing and the ambiguity for me what i'm finding interesting about that phrase is is uh is because speaking in terms of uh, photographic terms right Mm -hmm. like there is a uh thing that happens when you frame a photograph Mm -hmm. that you're editing Mm -hmm. right there Mm -hmm. and to some degree like research is a is digesting materials that are essentially a codification of information Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and someone it's like for example when you draw something you are not going to draw it exactly like that you have to make decisions about how something looks because 
you're taking a three dimensional thing and you're trying to translate that into mm-hmm. r- a, a, into a two dimensional shape. So like the marks, you're, it's that's why if sculpture in like the Renaissance was way ahead of painting until yeah, yeah, Giotto yeah. came around, right? Mm-hmm. You, it's like when you're fucking with something that's 3D, yeah. you can like look at something next to it yeah, and yeah, be yeah. like, okay, this looks right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whereas you have to interpret with drawing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that there is a lot of, I, I think that there's a lot to be said about, you know, whitewashing and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to that thing about the Tupac, uh, writing about Tupac, it's like, we know that Tupac is a fucking genius now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he is a genius because what he was saying at the time about thug life and all of that was like super important. Yeah, and and yeah. and it was and and he was basically like setting down ground rules mm-hmm. of like this is how we <laughs> uh-huh. you know you can be a thug, but this is how you function. Yeah, within at, society. This yeah. is the code. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And you don't fuck with civilians. Like this is between us, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And like. Uh, and, and you don't snitch, which is why <laughs> like yesterday when that shit happened, I was like, yo, I'm a citizen because I snitched. I went right to the cop. <laughs> I was like, don't shoot me. I'm about to snitch. <laughs> Wait, you knew who did it? No, but I oh. was like, I was, re- I, re- I mean, it's not the same to report a crime like oh, okay, a, a, okay, as okay. snitching, but you yeah, don't yeah, fuck yeah. with cops like, in general with yeah. thug life. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh-huh. I think that it came out that like. Tupac's last words were, and I'm not a Tupac scholar. <laughs> it seems like you are to me. But I just, okay. but that's one of those things. Like I know about a lot about his life because it's interesting to exactly. me. Exactly. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and I like his music plenty, but like it's not like I'm like, yo, man, I know every song on every yeah. fucking album. Like yeah, yeah, I'm much yeah. more like that with Wu Tang, right? Because like, cause <laughs> that's of, dope. I love Wu Tang. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. kind of, I'm curious about that new show. Uh, oh yeah, I can't watch it. I just is, can't have you watch tried? things. No, I just can't watch things like that i'm like it's hard for me to to digest like kids that don't understand like there was a promo with the guy that plays odb and he was like odb is like my spirit animal and i was like immediately like no (laughs) you don't get it motherfucker (laughs) yeah i just can't it's like it's just not appealing to me i don't know why it just seems like too synthetic it, like, it it probably yeah, yeah it yeah. does it's it, you know what it's very different from the music because the music was so dirty and raw yeah yeah <laughs> I remember that shit blew my mind like it the just music opened. videos are fucking oh yeah, yeah. amazing like yeah. I can watch like an Antonioni film and still be like you guys but Wu Tang over here Triumph is killer bees are you yeah. kidding me this is amazing. <laughs> With with Method Man on the motorcycle, I know. Yeah, those, that's actually yeah. one of the things that I I never really. That's one of the albums that was outside of my, uh, like I didn't I I, I still haven't like dove into it, and mm-hmm. I kind of I just I keep remembering like throughout life I'm like I gotta get on that like yeah. Wu Tang Forever because it was like the the I know the songs on it, but like yeah. I've never just like jammed through it. Like for yeah. me, it was Thirty Six Chambers and then a bunch of other ones. Uh-huh. Uh I stuck with them. Even after ODB died, uh, and mm-hmm. or was he he hadn't well when did they put Capadonna in? Anyway, he was also <laughs> in, in prison. But like, but I know. yeah. But the, but but there is but even there, like in this conversation about like, mm-hmm. I like research is such an interesting thing because mm-hmm. research can pretty it's such an open term. It can yeah. just mean like I can research mark making totally right. Yeah. I can just sit there and draw the same line and try mm-hmm. to see. So that's yeah. one of the things that I, I like about the way artists think about research. It's not just reading. It's about yeah. like collecting data, totally. which is a very scientific. Yeah. It's a very art- scientific approach to an artistic practice, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I like. Um, yeah. But but I, I, I am very curious now because we've established, I think, off air that I'm like 15 years older than you. <laughs> yeah. Which is, but it's interesting in terms of like a lot of the things that you say like resonate with me about like just being a fucking kid and trying to make sense. And like research is one of those things, right? Like, like when you said, I, I, I joked about like, uh, bombarding people with like too much information, but I also do feel nice yeah. that, you th- that you said that, that that about like that was flattering to me, right? Because like that's yeah. how I identify. Yeah. So, but I, but it, it um, yeah, like so. I just, what what 
more give me more stuff like the cosmo uh, the cosmo thing <laughs> Cosmism. like you, because that's yeah. because that's kind of the premise of the show is like we learn about you yeah. by what you're fucking interested what in I'm right into. And, yeah. and so so for me that that was like a very specific instance yeah. of like like it's kind of sci-fi and it's nerdy it's so cool though <laughs> it's cool but it's but it's also like it's it, it it's it feels like it's very much of a time, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's grounded within yeah. the limits of what people were able to, and and we suffer from that of right course, now, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, the so, present is very like yeah like, narrow. You can't really like it's yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what 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 else do you I get mean, into like that? And like because it is just a pleasurable experience. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's like you just said, you're not like a Tupac expert or scholar, yeah. right? But it's like, we just, everyone is constantly doing research based on whatever their like taste or aesthetic interests might be. Like yeah. everything we do is research. Even I, like, I feel like when I interact with people, that's research too. Yeah. And it manifests differently in different areas of our life. Like some research is like, for dating and some research is for art making and some research is like for partying. Like you, yeah, we just, yeah. cause we have to adapt. So I've done a lot of that research <laughs> <laughs> when I was your age. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, like cosmism was a big one for me for a hot second. Um, I'm also just really, really interested. I can't say this word in English, so I'm going to say it in Spanish. Um, hermeneutica, which is like hermen- hermeneutics. I can't say it. Okay. It's um, I, I don't know it. It's like a philosophical school of thought. Um, Hegel wrote about it a lot. Okay. Um, and my best friend from Mexico, her name is Mariana. Uh, she's a philosopher. And... We have these FaceTime calls like once. Que huevos tiene. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. I had well, a hard time calling that, myself an artist. She's a philosopher and an anthropologist. Oh, so it's like crazy. Yeah. So we just do these crazy FaceTime calls once a month and we like discuss language. And like mm. right now, I think we're really interested in this idea of like, um, I'm going to say sentimentality, which I don't know if it's like the appropriate word to use here. Mm. But I think my research, I'm not going to do, sorry guys, I just No, no, that. you can quote can I research. Do research. Okay, I'm okay. quoting research. But work, we, we got to work on the work one. You get okay. co- it's work. Okay, it's it's work. legit. Okay. <laughs> You're yeah. the only one that thinks so. <laughs> like okay, okay. Most of the time, right? So yeah, if, if, if not even you does it, then, no then one's going to buy yeah, 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 no one okay. else is going to okay. buy into so your bullshit. So I can bullshit. quote research. So like yeah. my most recent research, which has been a lot of like poetry reading, um, has kind of landed me in this space of like feeling and like language like feeling language feeling form whatever right um and i really see this like lack of desire to feel in art because a lot of people i think have become very synthetic and research has become this kind of like well academic yeah yeah, yeah, it's like it's like i'm so smart i'm gonna sit here and talk to you about like Blah, 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 which is cool. Like, I love learning, but I'm also like, how can you communicate with someone on a real deep level if it's only staying at the intellectual realm? Like, you need to also have, like, sentimental attraction towards that, towards an artwork, too. I think, for me, artworks that are really successful are works that are not only, like, fucking smart and, like, blow my mind, Mm -hmm. but they also create this kind of, like empathy within me or like mm-hmm. this thing that i can't quite put a word into a recognition it. yeah and i think it's feeling it's like yeah sentimental. no that's actually yeah helps me think about my work in oh. in a different light so that's yeah yeah so with mariana mm-hmm. we have these conversations and um she's writing her thesis right now um mm. and she's like relating it more to clothes and i'm kind of like relating it we're like she writes her thesis and i'm not writing it but i'm writing it in spirit with her like i just like <laughs> go home and i write that sounds like a bunch of bullshit dude <laughs> no i am I'm kidding, i kidding. love writing but i'm really bad at it so yeah. i just never show my writing but like uh, a part of my research is writing like i write a lot i write every day yeah um it like in a journaling style morning no, pages or i no? mean back and forth i like try to write poems but those are my worst writing mm. i'm like oh my god i can't believe i just read that um but i also just like write criticism about myself and like about other people and their work and like whatever it's like kind of silly um but yeah so 
arriving at that, I was thinking about like academia and how when I was at Otis, because I went to Otis, um, when I arrived at that point where I felt paralyzed because of my research, research, I realized that it also came from this kind of lack of connectivity to my professors. Mm. Um, and not that they did it intentionally. Like we did have emotional bonds. Like I'm really good friends with all of my teachers. Like mm. I hang out with them now more than the people I went to school with. Okay. Um, but when it came to the field of like intellect, it was always very like, you are the professor and you are there and I am here and I am a student and we're talking about these things and using really formal language and like, you know, it was like mm. sharp. It was always sharp. Yeah. And, and I could never connect because there was no kind of like melting within that sharpness that I desired so much to be able to understand what it meant to them, what they were saying. Yeah. I think in that, as, uh, I think also in, in the, in the, T- that professor teacher relationship mm-hmm. um there is like like th- that's kind of one of the things that i like like about doing this is like i'm submissive here mm-hmm. right where like i i mean to some degree <laughs> i like i'm the one that doesn't know things mm-hmm. uh, um but I think, like, it's funny, you were talking about growing, like, it's been so long since I've had that kind of a relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, like, a fucking old man now. <laughs> I'm at least 15 In years. In perspective, <laughs> your grandpa was 101 years old. I know, so. I know. Yeah, well, I'm, but I'm, like, yeah, I'm midlife crisis has been addressed on the show. People okay. know. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but, but the, the, sorry, I lost my, what were we talking about? Um... Um, professor teacher oh the professor teacher yeah. thing yeah uh and 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 i know a lot of people that have taken up that role mm-hmm. i i've i took a different role which was like coach mm-hmm. which is funny because i think that there is a lot of art that is made from the perspective of like you know uh like oh, not that it's necessarily inherently didactic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, like for example, boys was, mm-hmm. was very much like, yeah. that was his persona, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the professor, right? Yeah. Like, and I always thought it was interesting to think in terms of like other, uh, you know, like coaching and yeah. things like that and how that applies and how it's a different mentality and it's a different kind of mentorship. Yeah. And that's actually, it's both very emotional, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. very distant at the same time. Yeah. Like, especially when you're dealing with kids, you have to make it. And I think you're a teacher, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so you know about this, but like when you're working with kids, you can play around and joke around with them, but they also have to understand that like we're not friends. Yeah. It just breaks my heart because I, I love them. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, t- it took me a while to learn yeah. that. But that. But that is like, that's an interesting Thing, that relationship with professors mm-hmm. uh, because I think that that also ties into what it's like to graduate and have all those voices in your head but yeah. no direct access to them in the same yeah. format yeah and now you're judging work mm-hmm. with that in mind it's mm-hmm. it's it can be yeah. like yeah yeah for sure I just like I think when I I'm still trying to understand how I tie together my desire for like feeling in academia and also in art because it's still really ambiguous to me how they relate I don't I'm not really interested in like work where you're like this is a painting about my mother who blah blah blah. like I find that really beautiful in certain ways but that's not where I land at Mm -hmm. when I make my art or like you know because that would be in the same way that like um like very like uh what would be the word like maybe academic research about whatever boys or whatever like if you did work directly about that it would be so literal right it would be kind of like okay well i could have read an essay instead of looking at this work same with like that kind of work where it's like overly sentimental i'm like well i can just watch a novella and like cry my eyes out i don't need to look at this what do you watch oh god i don't watch any anymore but when i was younger my shit was maria la del barrio So good. Have you watched that, it? No. Okay. It's so good. I'm sorry. All my friends were like, why are you watching that? And I was like, guys, this slaps. It's so good. It's so oh, that's good. That's hilarious. Yeah. That was my shit when I was younger. Now I like 
it's kind of imbi- well i don't want to say what i watch anyways <laughs> i think that you may be the hippest person because no one said slaps that, oh. <laughs> that i've had on the show <laughs> well i learned these things from my little sisters like okay. i i am actually they laugh at me because they think i'm like a, an abuela. yeah they call me they say i'm like an abuela like legit all the time how much younger are they they're one of them is 15 just oh, turned 15 yeah, 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 and yeah. the other one's 17 you don't know shit compared to them yeah no yeah. they teach me all that i know like they showed me what tiktok is what is that shit? it's like some new app where people just like make like they're kind, it's kind it's of fun. like yeah 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 okay. yeah so, so they just kind of like make remixes to songs and there's like all these weird funny filters it's like actually really intense oh, but really? it's fun it's like i don't it's have like one. a photoshop deep yeah you can like my little sister is like the funniest person in the world to me she's mm-hmm. like a walking meme and like <laughs> she makes all she has like I, I don't know like my both my little sisters have a finsta which is like a fake Instagram, okay. which is where they actually put all the things they want to put into the world, but they can't because curating their feed is so important to them yeah, yeah, that yeah. they can just like throw memes or selfies or things like that on their feed, which I find insane. Like yeah. my real Instagram is also my Finsta. Like I have no <laughs> kind of like, you know, um, I guess I have a, I don't you know. have a Finsta. I do, but uh, I'm not going to plug it. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have a Finsta. But um, yeah, they teach me everything. They showed me the word slap. Um, they just keep me hip, I think, like for yeah. the youth. And it's important because when I go and talk to my students, I don't want them to feel like I'm so removed from them or that I'm speaking a completely different language that yeah. they can't just like relate to me. Um, but like you said, I'm still learning how to be like, yeah, guys, but like, stop doing that. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. The floss dance was a fucking nightmare. Wait, what's I, that? The, 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 Oh, I know? was like, see, I don't know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, like the kids would just not stop doing I it. I saw, I know what you mean. I just didn't know that's what it was yeah, called. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's yeah. like, it, but like, it was just like, bro. Yeah. Do you, you're standing in line. <laughs> I know. It's Stop so dancing. Weird. Stop Why? Da- Let them express themselves. No, because then they don't play soccer and then they don't get better. Uh, and then, oh, it was about soccer. Okay. Yeah, and I just thought you weekends. meant like at McDonald's or something. No, 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 no. I'm not a hater like that. I'm like, when I'm yeah. trying to keep them in a straight line, I yeah. used to be like, uh, I used to have to come up with rules like, uh, straight lines or no goals because oh. like th- you have to literally teach them how to stand in a fucking straight yeah. line you know yeah it's crazy because they, they just immediately want to talk to each other like it's really hard at a certain yeah. age to just like stand and still you, these were like six years and now we're like please nobody yeah. talk to me <laughs> like yeah, at our yeah, age yeah. we're yeah. like don't fucking talk to me i just want to be alone right now yeah all right let me do let, let's do a little wrap up uh, do you have stuff you want to plug uh we'll take a little break and then we'll record part two no no plugs today. no plugs no not right what's now. your instagram it's Pamela with four E's. Okay. So, yeah. That's How do you say it in your head? I just say Pamela. It was just the only one available. Because <laughs> I was, I'm like, Pamela. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a better I fun, one. I it, phoneticize it. Yeah, it gives it, gives it more life. Yeah. Mine, in my Pamela. head, I'm just like, Pamela. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Está tremenda la Pamela. <laughs> Uh, that yeah. like my uh my trashy cuban is like so not it doesn't even my spanish doesn't even sound cuban anymore i'm <laughs> such a like what's your spanish like i eh bueno te habla uh-huh. te habla así pero es más centroamericano porque uh-huh. yo viví en costa rica ah okay y, okay y uh-huh. yo era tico tico de, qué es tico uh, costarricense oh, okay, okay y entonces okay. uh yo decía cosas cosas como carajillos Y... Que es, es que no, siento que el español mexicano es completamente diferente. Ah, son todos distintos. Sí, sí. Bueno, pero paramos aquí para que no okay, se maten. Okay. <laughs> Adiósito. What's My Thesis is produced by Javier Proenza, who is talking in the third person. Reach out at whatsmythesis at gmail.com and follow us on all social media at whatsmythesis. Don't forget to review and subscribe. And if you donate to our Patreon, this is where I'll give you a shout out and make up what kind of art you make based entirely on your name and nothing else.